0: Well, Skip Bayless just got fired, so I, I made it up. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you say? Skip Bayless. The Hulk but he wants Skip Bayless fired because he had the nerve to say play the game, which was very stupid, very stupid, and very insensitive. Life is all about timing. And while the game is important, that poor man died on the field that night. He's died once again since. So Bayless's timing, not necessarily great. His point is well taken. That was an important game, but not the right place, not the right time. It looks as though DeMar Hamlin is on the men, but still far from out of the woods. My next guest, between 1979 and 1993, distinguished himself as one of the greatest New York athletes of all time. Certainly one of the greatest New York football giants of all time. That amazing Super Bowl in 86, the MVP beating John Elway and the Broncos and the Hostetler year when we beat Buffalo, that was all Sims, too. We were 10-1 and 1 when Phil got hurt against the Bills that day. So, screw Hostetler. And now he's going to have to become a huge star on CBS. On the NFL today, wasn't i Miss fave, but a long, long-time friend of mine, the great number 11, Phil Sims. Phil, Happy New Year, buddy. Welcome back.
1: Did thank you. Good to be back on with you. Um, you know, you brought up a, a lot of stuff there. And I appreciate a lot of the kind words. But any time I wanted to lose a little weight, I just went on with Don Imus because that <laughs> was sweat fest every time. I know. What yeah. is he going to say? Oh, and, no. you know, of course, you know, the pressure because he would judge you when you went off the air. Well, that was a waste of our time. and <laughs> So whatever so yeah yeah, man every thursday
0: i know i often said that phil sims phil sims would much rather face an angry philadelphia eagle defensive line than don imus
1: well your good friend and late friend bernard mcgurk would say to me as he would call me and get ready to go on he goes and i'd say hello he goes man we're i'm sorry uh phil you got to deal with this guy. <laughs> Every time. Like, so it was pretty funny. Oh but, it, no, yeah. it really was kind of fun doing it because I, I did like arguing against Simas, So because he really knew nothing about sports. Nothing. So yeah. that made it yeah. easy.
0: He knew nothing about anything. He was just an amazing – he had great instincts and he was a tremendous entertainer, but he wasn't as bright as he thought he was. That was old Charles McCord. But uh... – <laughs> <laughs> oh, but on wow. a serious note, I um I was watching this game on Monday night like the world was the Bills and the Bengals and huge game to skip Bayless's point, huge game. I mean, playoff implications, possible number one seeds. I mean, big, big deal. This yeah. uh this kid DeMar Hamlin goes down in the first quarter and literally dies on the field. He's died once since. Thank God he's been resuscitated twice. You've been on the field. You've seen injuries. I mean, Joe Theismann, he wasn't going to die, but that was ugly. When you were watching that on Monday night, you were thinking what, Phil Sims?"
1: Oh, geez, what was I thinking? Uh, You know, the same thing I always think when I see these scenarios where somebody's on the field, the first thought that comes to my mind, oh, my gosh, is for not only, you know, of course I feel sorry for the player in the field, but my immediate thoughts go to the families. And because you're, you don't know much. You just see your son or well, whoever it is related to you laying there on the field. And uh, I, I can't, you, you just can't imagine what goes through their mind. So, and and I did one of those games in 1997 with Greg Dumbled in Detroit. Reggie Brown was hurt. And for 17 minutes, we were on the air, no commercials. And all I kept thinking about the whole time I would love to say something, have some information to tell his parents, his friends, his family, whatever, and you really – there's nothing to tell them. And you just got to, you know, wait for the NFL, wait for a few things to find out what we know and, and just root for the person that's, um, of course, like Damar Hamlin the person that's injured
0: well said but when these things happen phil it's kind of like when somebody when there's a school shooting we go right to gun control and when these things happen we go right to well the nfl is too violent i saw your former teammate uh hall of famer the great harry carson was on cnn this morning believe it or not talking to don lemon and they were talking about the fate of football because again he's motionless on the turf he wanted to cardiac arrest and the folks that say this sport is just not safe enough I don't think that's true. I mean, I think obviously it's a violent sport and guys will get hurt and sometimes very seriously hurt, but we always have that conversation. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you know, that's a tough subject. Every every time, I know, it's, that was one of the things, too, after you settle down, you go, well, you know, there's going to be fallback or whatever you want to call it, that people say, well, we got to stop this. And, um, You know, I think every sport has some downside to it, of course, um, if you want to look at it that way. But I don't think much is going to change in the NFL. Um, Yes, it's a rough, tough sport played by a lot of tremendous athletes. It's very physical. All these things we're talking about is why everybody loves the game so much, because we know every game counts. It has everything you want. It has beauty. It has it's physical. I mean, there's a lot of things. That's why the NFL is the most popular sport in the world, especially of course here in America. But I'm not going to give the knee-jerk reaction. Oh my God! It's time to give up the sport. We got to stop because of an injury. So um, I, that's just that's the natural thing to do. Sid, um, but I do not think the NFL football is going anywhere. It's nope. stronger now ever, and it's going to keep going forward.
0: I'm on the same page, uh, but the Skip Bayless story, he's on Fox, he does that back and forth show with Shannon Sharp. He's on on Twitter Monday night. The The kid is still on the turf. He's motionless on the turf and he's going, we got to play this game. Now, we do have to play this game. I want to ask you about the implications afterwards, but now people want Skip Bayless fired. I am tired of the cancel culture. I'm tired of firing everybody. What he said was insensitive, even stupid. But we have to fire everybody every time they say something we don't agree with. What are your thoughts on Skip Bayless?
1: Well, you know, (laughs) I don't know what to say about it. I quit watching a long time ago. I like to watch a little and see if there's any information coming out when I sit around during the days and I do my work. But so those are my thoughts on Skip Bayless. Um I don't know what else to say. It, it never, but, but, but 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 when he's
0: but when he said you got to play the game, Bill, he's not necessarily wrong in terms of the implications. It was a yeah. big game, right? I mean
1: that that yeah. is true. Uh, no, no, he was a thousand percent wrong. I mean a thousand. Shut up! Somebody's exactly. laying on the field. Right,
0: right, God. right, right. No, that, listen. That I, just tells you who he is. No, I I never liked him. In fact, I always—I never knew how he made millions and millions of dollars. I have no idea how he does that. Because he says
1: a lot of stupid things. (laughs) That's why. So, well, you know that's the (laughs) sad thing. You know, let's oh, let's let's say something that's against the grain and all that. Come on, right, right. So those people, when I hear that and see it, I know their agenda and. So that, that's the end of that. That's as much as I want to talk about.
0: You said it great. Trust me, that was perfect. This is the great Bill Sims, NFL Today, Super Bowl MVP quarterback for the Giants. Now, in terms of the game, we all hope and pray DeMar Hamlin gets better. That's the most important thing. We never want to cloud that subject. But in terms of the game, there are playoff implications, top seeds for both Buffalo and Cincinnati. Now the NFL is saying today they're not going to play it this week, and there's a likelihood they're not going to play it at all. How does that happen with Buffalo, you know, up against Kansas City for the number one
1: seed? Well, you know, first off, I, I want to go back just for a second. Not not for one second watching the game. Put me on a lie detector test. I'll prove it. Not for one second did I go, well, we got to get this straightened out so they can finish the game. <laughs> I, mean, I, I never thought that for right. not even a second. Right, because you're human. Well, I don't know about – well. Yes, <laughs> It just – all I could think about, like I told you, and it was real. And, look, I'm not a – I never get in this. I had a son in that situation, and almost identical to that. And the the good thing for me, I was on a plane and didn't know anything, and I landed, and I got all these text messages. That's about when the phone – and I was like, what is going on here? And then I find out the news. Well, thank God the critical part was at least I knew – he was going to survive but um so i I don't know so i know not that i've been there like demar hamlin's family or is or anything it was close but um yeah i never thought about oh we got to get these get this off the field get the him off and let's get this straight so we can play the game and as far as that goes that yeah the, the nfl's in a tough situation here how are they going to handle this because this could be a real mess because everybody let's say everybody wins who Let's say Buffalo won and they're tied with Kansas City again. They go into the last game of the year. Buffalo has the edge because they beat Kansas City. Now Buffalo doesn't get to play. And the one with the best winning percentage gets to be the higher seed. Well, that most likely uh, would be the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's going to be, I don't know what they're going to do about this situation. And Sid, uh, they'll figure it out. The NFL is pretty good at you know, doing these kind of things on the fly and trying to be fair to everybody, it's going to be tough. But again, we're just going to go back to what? Hey, unusual circumstances. Let's all we got to deal with it. Yeah. We had a player lay on the field in a really critical situation, and I think we all have to be sensitive to that. Yeah. The NFL does too. I know they will. And um, I'm interested to see what they do to try to make this fair for all football teams but that might be really hard to get done.
0: Not just laying on the field. He he died. I mean, in in medical terms, DeMar Hamlin died that night. He's died once since. Thank God he's been resuscitated twice. So it doesn't get much more serious than that. And I remember when Chris, your son, you know, I love, I love that kid. I remember when he got hurt uh, in that game and I was worried about you. I was like, oh my God, Phil's going to see this. And I didn't know you were on a plane, but uh, so you do know what you're talking about this uh, because you did have a son who played in the National Football League and he was seriously injured. Although, thank God, He's okay today. Now, years ago, you said on this show, Phil Sims, Uh Daniel Jones, this guy's the right guy for the Giants. He's the right quarterback. He's got it. He's going to win. Daniel Jones has an unbelievable day against the Colts on Sunday. The Giants are back in the postseason for the first time in six years. And now all these local writers, all these geniuses, have finally come to the realization of something you said years ago congrats phil sims
1: well it's not about being right or wrong because football is such a funny sport especially for quarterbacks did you know you you're relying on your team your play caller, your play designer the head coach your offensive line but you know i i always just go to this because i don't know the kids that are getting drafted Uh, i don't get a chance to meet them and i don't know if you can really figure out who they are when you meet them sometimes we're Oh, we we put all of our time and effort and talked to him many times. What the total is, What an hour or two? I don't know. <laughs> right. it, it, so it's really hard to. Find. But one thing I do know, when Daniel Jones was in college, I go, "Hey, good athlete, really good size. I like his arm a lot. The guy is accurate. He spins the ball. You know, throws it where he wants. He has power. And I think now Brian Gable, we we finally got a chance to see maybe everything put together as far as the play calling he's gotten back in there. Brian Dable is, I don't want to say he's toughened up Daniel Jones, but man, he's made him a a bigger focal point of what they're doing. And I don't think he's played, you know, okay this year. I think he's played really, really well.
0: Yeah. And I I say
1: this all the time to people and they always go, well, you know, you know what, what do we, what do we have to see how many weekends every Sunday he really didn't have downtimes during the year. That's the, the other thing I have to argue with everybody, you know, because for probably the first 10 or 12 games, everybody still wanted him. We got to move on this. I don't think he's the quarterback. And if we do keep him, we can't pay him too much. Oh, okay. Now we're salary cap specialists too. So Daniel Jones is going to be the quarterback next year. He did a tremendous job so far this year that anybody in their right mind, think the Giants would be in this situation. Of no, course. no, no, no. Of course, of course not. not. No, so, but
0: so, but you know, there's very few moral victories in professional sports. Phil, we'll wrap up the conversation right here. But as a giant band, that uh, for many years outside of that one uh, postseason, we lost to Green Bay with Eli Manning. It's been a lot of years of of garbage, to be honest. And just making the playoffs for me is a moral victory, but. Is there any chance this giant team could actually have any success in the postseason?
1: Well, you never rule out anything. And I just know one thing the coaching gives the players, they're taking their group of players and coaching is so important in the NFL. To me, it's just, it's the number one thing. Oh, we need a quarterback. Well, you need a coach to get this thing organized and do the right thing. So the quarterback can be the guy. But what we've seen from uh, Brian Dable, Wink uh, Martindale, really the whole organization is that they give their players a, a, a greater chance to have success because of what they design and how they uh, uh, imply it or use it for the game. That's what I've been really impressed with. And I say it all the time during the year. I go, man, they know how to get their players off the good starts. They, they give them some easy plays and then they design some other ones where, you know, the player, they wanted them to show their athletic ability or what they have and they get that done. So it's been really, really impressive. Now, as I say to a lot of Giant fans here in these couple of days, as everybody sees me, oh, the Elder Giants, and I said, yeah, yep, yeah, I can hear it next year, though. Going to be a lot of complaining if the Giants don't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, You're right. Oh, yes. The expectations are through yeah. the roof now yeah. uh, yep. about what they're going to be next year. Can they do something in the playoffs? Yes. But I think, you know, when I look at teams and the physical part of it, they're not quite up to the level of some of these teams that we're talking about in the NFC, but to win one game, to upset somebody, that's always a possibility You talk about the NFL football.
0: It was great seeing 56 at the stadium Sunday, and he got the crowd all yeah. wild. My two favorite Giants of all times by far. No disrespect to Eli or, or, or others as, as you and Lawrence, and uh, Lawrence was there on Sunday. And by the way, talking about you mentioned coaches. You ready for this, Phil? Today, yeah. Phil Simms, today is the 23-year anniversary of the Bill Belichick resignation after one day as head coach of the Jets?
1: Well, I don't know what to say to that. It was a good decision on his <laughs> part. It's worked out pretty well, hasn't it, for him up in <laughs> yeah, New England? I would uh, say <laughs> so. It's, hey, all I say about Bill Belichick is this: I was there at the Giants with him for a long time. Uh, he treated me great the whole time. Uh, all that, but. The guy never gets tired of anything about football. I've talked to him over the years, hundreds of times. But, Bill, what uh, what about free agency? Oh, Phil, I love free agency. Oh, get to see these other players. So, what about you know uh, OTAs all day? Oh, it's the best. That we can really <laughs> teach. And it, what, what about training camp? Oh, I love training camp. We get to practice. I got the guys. I mean, you know, <laughs> he loves it. But I, but I know, yeah, it's. It's who he is. Yeah. I mean, he's got the endurance. I don't. I'm going to say something probably inappropriate. I'm glad I didn't. The balls. But his endurance to do the job is phenomenal especially
0: for as long as he has done it agreed well folks you can catch phil of course every sunday i never miss the nfl today i love the back and forth between phil and of course uh, boomer esiason my man on fan and the former jet quarterback and cowher is there and and uh, of course uh, jb jb's terrific and bros and the whole crew uh phil i I love you to pieces you've been great to me i want to wish you and your beautiful family a happy new year i look forward to a great year with you in 2023 Whatever the NFL decides to do, we, our prayers are with Hamlin, of course, and, and I'm yeah. sure no matter what, we'll have a great postseason and a great Super Bowl. All
1: right, Ted. Always good to talk to you. I know you're in good shape. I'm pretty sure you're pretty tanned. Yes, I am. I always <laughs> got to bring this up, you know, I, it's part of what because you know why? Why? Because because I'm jealous. <laughs> Because yeah, okay. I'm, I'm white as a sheet. Yeah, and I, I have skin problems, but I'm okay. But I don't go in the sun. And what I do, you know, I'm out there with a hat the size of an umbrella, and I got clothes <laughs> on, and it's miserable. <laughs>
0: uh, well, I'm that's, jealous that's of your Super Bowl brain. ring, so we're even, Phil. It's it's great that's to talk good. to you, pal. I love you. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks, Ed. Take All care. Right. There he is, folks. The great number 11 from the New York football giants and one of the stars, the NFL Today on CBS, Bill Sims.